Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet founder of the philanthropy advisory group, Eve Rodsky, CEO of Scrum Inc., J.J. Sutherland, and certified diversity trainer, Latasha Morrison. These authors are pioneering new ways to think about equity and offering practical steps on how to better achieve it when it comes to the division of labor in our homes, how we operate at work, and how we can all take steps towards racial reconciliation in everyday life. Hear what it was like for them to record their audiobooks. Plus, find out which of these authors narrated their entire audiobook, Standing Up. Enjoy. Hi, this is Eve Rodsky, and I'm the author of Fair Play. I grew up in a single-parent household, where early on I helped my mother manage eviction notices and late utility bills. And early on in life, I vowed that I would have an equal partner. And I did. Well, cut to two kids later, and I found myself crying on the side of the road from a text my husband sent me. I'm surprised you didn't get blueberries. And as I sat there sobbing, I thought, if my marriage is going to end, it should be over an affair with an NFL player or something more dramatic. I used to be able to manage employee teams, and now I can't even manage a grocery list. And more importantly, how did every single household and childcare task end up defaulting to me, including apparently being the fulfiller of my husband's smoothie needs? And that's when I knew something had to change, and I went on a quest to change it. The one word I would use for recording an audiobook is intense. Super exhilarating, but also super intense. <laughs> I decided to stand and narrate my book. So standing for three days, about eight hours a day, 24 hours of standing, definitely is just as hard as running a marathon. I'm really excited for the listeners to hear the 100 cards of fair play. I think they're really fun, and they encapsulate all that we do at home. I'd say my dream narrator would have been Reese Witherspoon. She's Rosita in Sing, and she has the most beautiful voice. I had trouble with every single R, (laughs) so I realized that I need to practice speech exercises. The last great audiobook I listened to was Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. My favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in my car. It's super quiet and relaxing. Hi, this is J.J. Sutherland, the author of The Scrum Fieldbook, a masterclass on accelerating performance, getting results, and defining the future. I wrote my book because I work with companies all over the world. And since my last book came out five years ago, I have been seeing more and more organizations adopting Scrum, and I've seen it grow far beyond technology companies and software companies. In the book, I have just a huge number of stories, everything from you know, defense contractors to crazy Chris Kemp that's building a rocket ship out in San Francisco and Schlumberger, you know, just a gigantic oil and gas services company. I also have plenty of examples in the book who shall remain nameless to protect the guilty. But I really wanted to give people a toolkit. I have spent the past 10 years or so working in this field. And over the last five years, I've learned a lot. I've seen a lot more places. We've developed new techniques. And I want it to be easy. I talked to the people in my company about 
there's sort of four circles of people in the company. The first is, you know, the inner circle of the company itself. Then it's our customers that we're going to meet in person. Then it's our partners. And then it's the people we're never, ever going to meet or talk to. And that's the biggest circle. And that's where we want to have impact outside of just the people I can talk to personally. And so we thought that writing a book is a chance to interact with many, many, many more people and to give many, many more people the tools to do Scrum and do Scrum well, because I truly believe that there is incredible waste of human potential on the planet. Narrating my audiobook was really fun. I have a great director, David Rapkin. We worked on both books together, and when they said, do you want David to work with you again? I said, of course. He made it really easy, because it's very odd reading the words that I wrote, and sometimes I cursed myself for having really hard sentences to read, but some of the stuff was good. And then, of course, all the mistakes that I made, and I was like, oh, I wish I could rewrite that paragraph or something like that, but it's too late for that. But it was a relationship with the text that was special. You know, just sitting in a room for three days with your own words is kind of surreal, but reflective. I realized I had trouble pronouncing all the names in French, the companies that I worked with, I have so many things I got wrong in pronunciations. Wundelpark, or I learned that processes is not how you pronounce it. It's processes. So I've been pronouncing that word wrong my entire life. Or the other one I'm pronouncing wrong, it's concomitant, not concomitant. All the words, especially the ones that I've been saying them my entire life. And I was totally wrong. I'm excited for you to hear all the different case studies, all the different stories about how people and companies shifted how they viewed the world. I opened the book talking about the father of modern chemistry, Lavoisier. He's the person who said, well, there are basic elements. He took us from alchemy to chemistry. And that shift was a major shift in how humans look at reality. And I feel like we're doing that now because we're at a really interesting time where the technological pace of change is so great and it's driving political and social and economic change as well, that I'm excited for you to hear those stories about how people have successfully done it and how you might do it yourself. If I wasn't going to record my audiobook, I would cast Kenneth Branagh because I would love to have a trained Shakespearean actor to read it, and I've always loved his work, and I think he has a powerful voice. Or my friend Lourdes Garcia Navarro, that would be interesting. She's the host of Weekend Edition Sunday at NPR. She's one of my best friends. I'd pick her over Kevin Brown. But he's second. She's first. I have two small children, so I read aloud almost every day. They're older now, so we read novels. So we're reading the Narnia series. We're in Prince Caspian. And I remember my mother reading to me aloud when we were driving, because we lived in Denver, and we were driving to San Francisco. It's like a two- or three-day trip. And she read aloud to my brother and I the entire way while my father was driving. I remember that really clearly. Well, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm really excited about Jerry Diamond's new book because I loved his first one, Collapse, and I thought that was great. I like listening to audiobooks when I'm cleaning the kitchen. That's when I listen to them the most. Hi, my name is Latasha Morrison, author of Be the Bridge, Pursuing God's Heart for Racial Reconciliation. What inspired me to write this book is my heart for justice and my heart for equity. I wanted to put something together so that people can understand the true process 
of getting to the point of justice through racial reconciliation. We often use the word reconciliation, but we don't know the meaning of it. And so in writing this book, I wanted to give people a process, steps, understanding, terms, language to understanding what true reconciliation means and what it really means to make things right. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, it would be grinding. Because it sounds easy when you're listening to the books, but when you're doing this work yourself, trying to get every word correct, it's hard. You feel a little silly at times, but it's also fun. Is there a word or phrase that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce? Half the book, basically. I'm looking at the words in front of me, but I'm still saying them wrong. That process was very humbling. This work of reconciliation takes humility. So I feel that in recording this book, I had to really demonstrate a lot of humility. I'm proud that I did it. Sometimes I don't like hearing myself when I talk. And sometimes I don't think my voice is the best. My thoughts are probably not correct. I think my personality would come out in this. And I hope that people sense a sense of peace and joy, but also a sense of urgency. Oh, my goodness. My dream narrator, living or dead, would have to be Martin Luther King. And if I couldn't get Martin Luther King, I would then want to have Oprah Winfrey. The last book I listened to was Home Going, and it was great. Oh my goodness, my favorite place to listen to audiobooks is in my car and then also on the airplane. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash next listen.